Hello, my name is Keegan Peck, and this is the Pipeline Project Podcast. Are you tired? Physically, mentally, or spiritually? Do you feel like your faith is just a little less than it should be, especially after last year? Are you struggling to find meaning in your day-to-day life? Is your faith just not what it used to be? Does it feel a little dry? There's a song by Keith Green that some churches will sing in services that starts with these lyrics. My eyes are dry, my faith is old, my heart is hard, my prayers are cold, and I know how I ought to be, alive to you and dead to me. Do those words ring true for you? What is making you feel that way? We sometimes brush it off and say, well, I just have a lot going on right now. Or, you know, this is just a slump, but it'll be better. But even if it is something like being busy, is it possible that it's only a symptom of a deeper problem? If we are honest with ourselves, what is the reason we allow other things to come between us and God? Some preachers and motivational speakers have the advice that you just have to read your Bible every day or just spend a lot of time in prayer, somehow expecting things to change. And I'm not saying that those things aren't the right answer. However, could it be sometimes that there's something in our hearts that we have to fix first before we were able to push on with our faith? There are times when the world deals a heavy blow, Times when we're left heartbroken, mentally drained, sad, depressed, hurt, angry, or made to feel as though we are alone. God does have the answers, but sometimes knowing that isn't quite enough. Sometimes knowing that He is the one to whom we must turn doesn't result in immediately turning to Him especially if we feel like he isn't listening or if we blame him for what we're going through. Have you been there? Are you there now? As Christians, we know that God has the answers and that the Bible is his message to us. But reading our Bibles every day doesn't do much if our hearts aren't receptive to it. They're just words on a page if we aren't in the frame of mind to be able to internalize them. We have to have a motivation to continue on in our faith before we have the desire to take another step. God has to be relevant to what we're going through and feeling. Otherwise, what's the point? And though we know that He is relevant, and we know that He has the answers— and we know that He cares for us, do we believe it? 
our actions are a testament to our beliefs. And if our actions aren't testifying that God has the answers and cares for us, then maybe we're having trouble believing it. I find myself in the same boat. Life sometimes is just, just hard. Sometimes you just want to give up, and you wonder what the point is. And maybe you do just need a break. But maybe you also need to be reminded of something. Maybe you need to be reminded of why it all matters. So no matter where you are right now, no matter how you feel like your faith is doing, let's focus on one thing right now. Believing that God cares for you. I am ignorant of many things, one of which is all of the faiths in the world and throughout history. However, I am at least a little familiar with a few. And in many faiths, the deity worshipped is in some far-off place, cold and unloving, sometimes vengeful, and people must do what they can to appease the god that either wishes them harm or doesn't want to have anything to do with them. But what makes Christianity so different is that we serve a God that sought us out. He desired a relationship with us. He wanted to bless us and protect us. And we are the ones, as a whole, that turned our back on Him. And yet He still seeks us. He sent angels and prophets to try to bring us back to Him. And He sent His one and only Son to show us His power and His love, to repair the bridge between us and Him. That's the God we serve. He created you and values you more than all the stars in the sky, more than anything in the universe. He loves you. And sometimes it seems, when we're in our dark moments, Maybe he isn't there. Maybe he has turned his back on us. But that isn't the case. Because it is always in those darkest times that if we look for him, he is always right there. David is known as a man after God's own heart. But even he went through times where he didn't think God was with him. We see this very clearly in Psalms 22 when he begins in verses 1 and 2 with, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Far from my help are the words of my groaning. My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer. And by night, but I have no rest. I encourage you to read the rest of the chapter when you have time. But these first verses clearly depict a person who was going through a dark time and felt as though God wasn't listening. But what I find interesting is that the very next psalm, in chapter 23, is one of the most familiar passages in the Bible, and one of comfort and strength. Now, I don't know when it was written in relation to Psalms chapter 22, but I do find the placement very encouraging, because it follows a dark time 
and contrasts it greatly. Psalms 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I will not be in need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for the sake of his name. For even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Certainly goodness and faithfulness will follow me all the days of my life, and my dwelling will be in the house of the Lord forever. I guess what these two psalms really show is that even a person with as great of a faith as David was still human and still went through times of doubt. However, he also demonstrated his understanding that God is really there, that God is really there all the time, gently leading and guiding us to green pastures, but sometimes through valleys. And sometimes those valleys are pretty dark. But He will lead us through them. And the reason is because He loves us more than anything. 1 John chapter 4, verses 9-10 through 10 says, By this the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, so that we might live through Him. In this is love, Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us to adoption as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace with which He favored us in the Beloved. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 14 through 19 says, For this reason I bend my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in the inner self, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to all the fullness of God. No matter what you're going through, if you don't hear anything else today, hear this. God loves you. He loves you so much that He sent His Son to die for you. He wants you to be with Him. That's really why we do what we do, isn't it? That's what it all comes down to. Why we read our Bibles, why we pray, why we try to be faithful. It's because God loves us. 
No matter what you're going through, no matter how hard life is right now, remember this. God is always with you. And he loves you so very much. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can reach me at feedback at thepipelineproject.com. If you enjoy the show, I would love it if you would spread the word. This podcast can only continue to grow with your help. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have it delivered right to your device. And while you're there, a rating or review would be very helpful to help more people find the show. Watch for future episodes released on Sundays. See you next time, and thanks for listening.